Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning live broadcast. I see my beautiful wife is already here. Hello. Let me just see who else is coming up. I'm a, I'm a few seconds behind you on this device. So, uh, welcome to the morning broadcast. Good morning, Janine. Let's see how many names starts popping up now. So, uh, welcome. So, just some news. Um, we decided to just take a break for a few days. So, we're not going to have a live broadcast every morning this week. So, we're going to have one today. And then we're not going to have any broadcast for the rest of the week except Sunday. Obviously, there's going to be a service then at 9.30. So, but until then, you know... We're just going to take a few days off and just, uh, you know, rest a little bit and just spend some time. So that's uh, that's what we're going to do this week. So um, may you be blessed. If you if you really want to to watch something, there's a lot of content on <laughs> on the um, on the Facebook uh, video page, but also there's a lot of content on our YouTube channel. So the YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Christ Life. And um, the Christ Life TV is the URL, but the channel name is the Christ Life. So the Christ Life, they, I mean, we, Nico has been working hard. He's been um, putting on videos of broadcasts from years ago all those videos that i broadcasted over the spirit with channel for years it's all been uploaded so there's a lot of content a lot of new content to watch and then also um, there's this new platform that niku is uploading all our content on all our devotions anyway um, it's a blogging no a podcast platform so um, niku is going to share the link in um, in the comments on Facebook, but also in the comments or in the even the description box later of the YouTube video of this live stream. So um, just enjoy it. It's going to be it's good. So there's a lot of content for you to watch. And also there's a lot of people that's walking with us that has a lot of good content to watch. I mean, you can watch Marnus Nell's stuff. You can watch Rina's stuff. So I don't know who, who else is posting a lot of, of videos, but um, there's a lot of things to, to watch. There's also other preachers on our YouTube channel. Um, uh, Nico uploaded the Abundant Life Women's Conference. It's on there with my wife, Lene, and with uh, uh, Clarissa Nell. So that's, that'll be awesome to watch. And uh, there's a lot of sermons of Rena also on our YouTube channel. Anyway, all the content is there. Enjoy it. All right, so let's just greet a few people. Um, good morning, Lisa from Oslo. It's good to see you, Lisa. And Chanel, good morning again. And uh, Preston, hey, Pastor Preston, you're such a blessing, man. You're always so energetic and full of life and enthusiasm. That's awesome, man. Bless you. And goeiemorgen, Marietta. It's lekker om my hier te sien. Good morning. So, um, I just have something, and I, uh, it may be a very short word today, but it's really something... Um, simple that I want to share with you, and it's don't wait. <laughs> so there's the message. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, so don't wait. Don't wait for things 
for things to be more favorable for you to approach God. Don't wait and for things to be different for you to um, to receive something from God or for you to experience what the Bible says you can experience. The best time to to make a withdrawal or to make a demand on the grace of God is right now. The best time for you to to have a meeting with the Lord Jesus Christ and to, to receive an answer to your problem is right now. So um, before, yeah, let, let's just read a few scriptures. I want to start in, in Hebrews chapter 11. He says, now. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Now. Faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So in our leadership meeting last night on Zoom, we kind of talked about this a little bit. In Romans chapter 4, you know, Abraham believed in the God who calls the things which are not as though they are. So um, this is how faith operates. And Abraham was the father of faith. So faith it's not like, you know, the proverb says, don't count your chickens before they hatch. But, you know, with faith, you, you count your chickens before you even have a hen. There's something that I heard Prophet Kuber say. So, you, 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 by faith, you can see as a real fact what is not yet revealed to the senses. So, um, I've spoken about this earlier before in, in Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 11. He says, believe when, when you ask something, believe that it is granted to you and you shall have it. So don't doubt in your heart. Believe that it is granted to you and you will have it. So if we see what is already given at the cross, if we see what is part of the inheritance, part of the atoning sacrifice that Jesus brought on the cross, if we see what is included in all of that and we realize what is already given, we can make a, a withdrawal or we can place a demand on the inheritance. We can place a demand on what has already been deposited as ours to our account in Christ. So the place where all these things are stored up for you is in Christ. So all the experiences that you long for, the joy, the peace, um, feeling content, feeling uh, your life as purpose, feeling that, that you're going in the right direction, you know, like uh, having assurance of faith. And having an actual experience of the love of Christ and the forgiveness of Jesus and, and experiencing atonement. All those things are in Christ and you, you need to believe in him to receive those things. But it is already yours. It's already given. Even if you haven't ever believed in Jesus, it's already given to you. So it's simply yours for the taking. So don't wait. Take it. Take it. It's yours. Don't wait. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to be in anguish for, the, for one moment longer. You don't have to suffer. I know the reality sometimes speaks against what I'm saying right now. But in Christ, all things are already provided. So even if we take a condition, any sickness, but for instance now, if we take the condition of depression, depression uh, can... Uh, you know, it, it's something that's real and it's something that causes people to, to, to not see what is already given. What is, they don't experience it that, that much, that strong. So depression is something that can really pull people down and that can really strip you of all hope. 
and that can really make everything look like there's no answer and there's no way out. But you know what? That there's already been provision made in Christ. So there's a concept that we've been preaching. Um, so it's about... Uh, is that fine? Okay. Right. So there's, there's a concept that we've been preaching. And there's, you know, it's like the, the whole uh, in, intersection between truth and reality. Now, truth is the person Jesus Christ. Truth can never change. Truth is truth. Truth is absolute and is not relative, as a lot of people today would like to believe. Truth is not a, a thought that you make up in your mind and then you compile your own truth made up out of different people's truths and you form your own matrix of truth. That's just postmodernism. That's, that's uh, construction by deconstruction. That's, that's absolutely not the truth. So people say things, it may be true for you, but it's not my truth. No, there's one truth. And that one truth is not an idea. That one truth is not, is not whether something is accurate or not accurate. That one truth is the person Jesus Christ. He is the way and the truth and the life. Now, you need, for any equation to work out, you need a constant. You need an absolute. Then you can figure out all the, all the things that can change. You know, all the variables can work out. You can find the value of the variable if you have a constant in an equation, in mass. So it works like this. Jesus is the constant. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus never changed. He's always the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay. So if Jesus never changes and Jesus is the truth, and my reality looks different than Jesus... The question is, can my reality change? Well, yes, it changes all the time. It goes up and down and up and down. And that's, that's kind of what, what gets people because people are looking for something that anchors them. So reality, you think everything is fine. Just a couple of months ago, everyone had plans for this year. And now suddenly, poof, everything is, you know, so reality changes. It goes up and down and things happen. Okay, Jesus never changes. Now, if you take... The reality, and you force something which cannot change onto it, the reality which can change must change, and the thing which cannot change, Jesus Christ, will not change. So if Jesus is the same, unchangeable, and if your reality can change, then it means your reality must change when you turn to Jesus. So don't wait. Don't wait to turn to Jesus. Don't wait to receive the grace. Don't wait to receive joy and peace. All those things are absolutes and it's true. Don't wait to turn your face to him and ask him for help. Don't wait. So uh, we preach you can be healed from depression. Like you can be healed from blind eyes and deaf ears. And like you can be healed from anything else. Okay? We, we preach that. We believe in miracles. We do believe that. That's what happened to me years ago, 20 years ago. But I'll get to the testimony. So uh, what I'm saying is, if you insist on the truth, and you look to the truth with an unswerving focus, with an attention that's only on the truth, then your reality must change. 
it will change, it must change. If you take a rock, you press it against the sponge, the sponge will give way and the rock won't give way. Jesus is the rock of ages. Your reality must change. Okay, so everyone, you know, hashtag feast must fall and hashtag, hashtag your reality must change, you know. <laughs> your suffering will fall. All, all those things will, will be torn down and destroyed. Do not wait, all right? So if there's suffering in any kind of area in your life, don't wait. And if you're struggling to see this truth, then engage with all the content that we have. Engage with the truth. Listen to these messages over and over. There's so much. You can start one side and try to listen through all of it. It will take you some time. There's some, there's some content on here. But what I'm saying is the spirit through which I minister, with the spirit of God ministering through me actually, uh, will do something in your heart. As you listen and listen and listen and listen without trying to change yourself, without being focused on your situation, you just listen and listen and listen and listen and listen. Your reality changes. You start feeling different. You start experiencing hope. Because hope comes to you when you hear the word because you start seeing what is already given in the spirit. And faith is the substance of what we hope for. Hope comes when you see what's in the word. And faith comes as the result of you seeing what the hope is. Faith is the substance of what we hope for. So faith sees the hope. And then faith rejoices, last night's message, faith rejoices before there's even any uh, visible evidence of everything um, that we're hoping for. So what I want to encourage you is to do is do not wait. Do not wait. Do not postpone this for another day. Do not postpone this for another second. If you have a hope in Christ, uh, you will see it. But engage right now. You know, so um, I, I just want to share a, a, a testimony. Uh, years ago, I I just fell in a, in a deep depression, and I uh, at a certain stage I couldn't even sleep. Um, so I think it was the last week of September to the first week of October. I think it ended about in the third of October in 1999. I, for a whole week, I didn't sleep. So we were doing, you know, uh, you know the Art Club uh, Arts Festival in Potsdam, and I was in the university choir. And, you know, we were working throughout the day and practicing and memorizing stuff. And we had this big, you know, concert at the end of the Art Club show. We were like the last concert of the whole thing. So, uh, and it was two requiems. Uh, one by uh, Brahms, the Deutsches Requiem, and um, and the other one by Martin Watt. So, so it's a lot of work, and we had to concentrate. But that whole week, I didn't sleep, not even for five minutes. The whole week, okay. So for the whole week, I was just, you know, awake, you know, watching on CNN what Milosevic is doing in Kosovo, and you know, all that stuff is happening, and and I was just hopeless. And in the day, I would just, you know, trudge on and go on, and we would study this music, and we would go on. And then I remember at the end of that week, we, um, I just slept for two days. <laughs> but but what, I, what I wanted to say was, I had the whole thing, you know, I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't function properly, okay? So, and it kept on going for, for still some time. And then somewhere in March, April, around about in 2000, 
I, I, I went to everyone who wanted to counsel me. Okay? I went to everyone who had something to say. I went to everyone who wanted to deliver me. I went to everyone who wanted to, you know, inner heal and all that. Bless you guys. Maybe it works for someone else, but it didn't work for me. Okay. So I was just asking the questions. Okay? I did everything that they told me to do, but I'm still feeling this way. Okay. So, um, so the one day I just went home. Uh, to the hostel where I left the university dorm. And um, I went into my room. I said to, to the Lord, Lord, you'll have to help me now. People can't help me, but you'll have to help me now. Okay. So I said, I'm not coming out of here until I'm right, until I'm fixed, until I've received my breakthrough. I'm not coming out of this room. I want it and I want it now. So I didn't know anything. It was really in the beginning, it was before I met Prophet Kobus von Rensburg. He was already going strong in Stolfontein, but I've never heard of him. It was before Marnas was anything in ministry. I mean, he was, he was in that time also asking questions and figuring things out with God. So, so we didn't know one another. We only met in 2002. So, so I had no one anointed to turn to. But I had God in my room. And I said, I went to people and they couldn't help me. Please help me. So I said to the Lord, help me and I will help people uh, as you have helped me. Okay. So I was in that room. And I was there maybe two weeks. <laughs> okay. So uh, I didn't literally stay only in the room. You know, I did go out and, you know, I did shower and I did go eat and I did, you know, all that. And I did go write some tests. God knows how I passed it. But I didn't go to class really. I, so, um, but I was, I was two weeks in that room most of the time. And I was just sitting there and I said, Lord, here I am. And I, I was engaged. He's got, he's got my attention. He said, Lord, I want it. I want it now. I read of joy and peace in this book. I, I see it. But I don't feel it. I want it and I want it now. So either this book, I remember this saying to God, either this book is the greatest treasure of all humanity, either it's the best thing that's ever happened in this world, or it's the biggest load of rubbish. It's either or. So it's either the greatest truth, either it's the most wonderful thing, or it's a load of nonsense. It's one of the two. So I said to him, if this book says I can have something, I want it, and I don't want it later. I want it now. So I sat there, and I sat there. And during this time, I felt something start to build up in my heart. It was almost like a, it felt like a little pebble building up. It could, you know, it's like, it felt like something building up in my heart. And I was really excited because I started experiencing something that I, that I didn't experience before. So... So I, I experienced this, this thing. And then closer to the end of that time, I've, it felt like a pin, you know, a pin prick on the, just on the skin. Just like that. It's just, I, I don't know why, but that's what I felt. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of that was, but I felt this thing. But it was, it was positive. I felt something was starting to happen. Because I was in the Word, 
I was listening to worship music all the time. I didn't know, you know, all the truth that I have right now. But I know, I knew there was something in the in here. It spoke of joy and peace, and I wanted joy and peace, and I knew God was true. So I would speak to God. I would say, I know it's, I, it's difficult for me to hear you now. But I know that you can hear me, so I'll just share what's on my heart. And I just spoke to God, and I just opened up my heart, and I just told him everything that I could tell him. So he said, Lord, help me. And then there's one night, the, the, the lights were off. I was on my knees in my room, and um, there was worship music playing. And I just said, I'll just take it away. <laughs> and I saw this clear, 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 clear as day, this vision before me of a, a glass, like a tumbler whiskey glass, but without any patterns on it, just a clear glass, with water in it, and in that glass was an effervescent tablet fizzing away. Pssh. I mean, talk about a random vision. Okay, so I saw this, this effervescent tablet fizzing away, and as I was looking in this vision to this tablet, I felt something fizz in my heart. Pssh. It started fizzing and fizzing. Pssh started fizzing and then as I saw it it dissolved completely that thing that built up it was just gone it was it was just gone okay and then it felt like something it felt like a almost a fist or something pressing from from the top down it felt like my heart cracking open like a rock it felt like that and then it felt like a rushing waterfall or a rushing waters coming, flowing. As I felt the rock cracking open, and then I felt like the water flushing into me. Okay, so, and I started laughing, and I couldn't stop laughing for three months. Okay, so every time I would open my mouth, I would laugh. So I was now, I had a problem because I was in the university choir. Now I'm standing there right at the back, you know, the tallest bench right at the back, so I'm sticking out. So I'm standing there, and every time I breathe, I laugh. I laughed that the tears rolled down my face. I could not stop laughing. I laughed, you know. So I would mime the words in, in choir because I couldn't, the moment I would breathe to sing, I would just start laughing. So, and, and people would come to me, people who's known me years, they would come to me and say, they can really see, so like for the first time they can see uh, what someone looks like that's been touched by the Holy Spirit. You know, and it's, it's not Holy Ghost people, you know, and people would come to me, you know, the, the one was, you know, I know he knows God, but, so, but people would just randomly say, I see the Holy Ghost, you know, so... They, they saw it. I never said anything. I just laughed. And I couldn't stop. Okay? Not like out of control. It's not really my... You know, sometimes at Spirit Word, it was more like out of control when I roll, roll around on the carpet. But, but that's, a, that's a good environment for that. <laughs> but the point is, the, all, those, all that darkness left, all the hopelessness left, all the sadness left, all the hardness of rock left and it was replaced by laughter and it was there non-stop for three months i would wake myself at night laughing i would awake in the middle of the night laughing okay so it was it was so intense the joy in my heart that it almost felt like it hurt <laughs> it was just so intense 
So um, let, let me tell you, I've known depths of despair. I've known what it's like. It, felt, it feels like there's, there's a lot of fish hooks hooked around your heart, pulling together like this. Okay? I know what it's like to internalize uh, negative emotions. And it's no one else's fault, it's mine, because I, I, I was thinking stupid stuff. Okay? Most of my life. I was always gravitating toward the negative, always. Okay, so, and I would, I would take anything as, a, as a, an excuse to internalize another negative emotion or another, this person is against me. Or, hey, that's not going to help you. Don't wait. Receive joy today. Receive the gospel today. Receive. Don't wait for years to pass for you. To, don't believe wrong stuff about yourself for years. Don't, don't have always these assumptions of everyone's, everyone's opinion about you and overthink what everyone is thinking. Most of the time, those people are not even thinking about you. Never mind having a bad, um, how can I say, like a bad uh, opinion of you. And even if they do, what does it matter if someone has a bad opinion of you? God has a good opinion of you. So I like what Bill Johnson says. He says, we, we can't afford to have an opinion that's different from God's opinion about ourselves. All right. So, but that's the, the, the point that I want to try to bring over in the, the little bit of time that we have here today is, it is, don't wait. It is right now. Now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. So, Today, you can receive your breakthrough if you've been struggling with depression. Today, you can receive your breakthrough if you've been struggling with cancer. Today, you can receive your breakthrough if you've been blind or deaf or if you've had pain in your leg. Be healed today in Jesus' name. Today is the day. The Lord is standing ready. He's already achieved everything for you on the cross. It is as simple as you believing that it is already given to you and you will have it it's done it's given it's yours all right so i love what what chanel said last night in our leadership meeting she shared a word with us rejoice man rejoice before you even see the answer faith perceives as real fact what is not revealed to the senses so if you can see it in the word i said it yesterday if you can see it in the word then you can have it if you can see it in the word, it's yours. It's given already. God gives you things by giving you a revelation in the word. Deuteronomy 29 verse 29. The secret things belongs to God, but the things which are revealed belongs to us and our children. So he gives it to you by giving you a revelation. And he gives you a revelation by the word and by the spirit. Okay, it's so another scripture I want to read to you. And then we, we close. So 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And you've heard me read this in recent times. So 2 Corinthians chapter 6 says the following. So remember, don't wait, don't wait. Laboring together as God's fellow workers with him then, we beg of you not to receive the grace of God in vain. So receive the grace of God to a purpose. You need to experience the stuff that the Bible is saying. Okay, that merciful kindness by which God exerts his holy influence on souls and turns them to Christ, keeping and strengthening them, do not receive it to no purpose for he says in the time of favor on assured welcome i have listened to and heeded your call hey god says he has heeded your call he's heard you and i have helped you on the day of deliverance the day of salvation 
Behold, now is truly the time for a gracious welcome and acceptance of you from God. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. Okay, so today is the day that you can receive what you need. You can receive it, all of it, today, right now. You don't have to spend 20 years searching for it. You don't have to say, Romans chapter 10, who shall go into the heavens to bring it down for us? That's to bring Christ down. Who shall go into the best? That's to bring Christ from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your hearts, on your lips, the word of faith which we preach. So hear the word of faith and receive what has been freely given already through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. It's time to experience. It's time for your miracle. It's time for your breakthrough. It's, it's time. Stop tolerating what hell is doing in your life. Stop having the perspective of, from hell beneath but rather have the perspective from heaven above. Start embracing what heaven wants to do in your life, what God is saying, what God is doing, and what God has already done for you in the atoning sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. All right, so I hope this has blessed you. Today is the day. Don't wait. Now is the time. Receive your breakthrough in Jesus' name. Be blessed. So remember, we're not going to have more live broadcasts this week. The next broadcast will be uh, Sunday at 9.30. So uh, my wife and I are just taking a little bit of a break and we're just you know, going to take a few days off and just spend some time together with the children. So be blessed. And uh, there's some people I haven't greeted. Hello, Saraiki and Becky. Hey, Becky Nyandu from, from KZN. It's nice to see you. Be blessed. And my ma Rosa is lekker om my te sien. And Mariki Galloway, bless you guys. It's, uh, if I've left someone out, don't feel left out. We love you all. I just didn't see your name. So <laughs> be blessed. We'll see you again Sunday morning, 9.30. Amen.